It's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's the other guy on the other podcast here, John Hogue. And I haven't seen Diana come up on the... Ah, oh, there's Diana's icon on the control panel. How you doing, young lady? Live and direct from Valdosta. Hello, Valdosta. Diana, you're on the uh, board, but you're not talking to me. I'm so sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, it helps better. Oh. Is your mic on now? <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't get through. I could not get in. It just would not. It spun and spun and spun. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I had an indication that you were here, and then, well, they're lying to us, aren't they? Anyway, well, uh, where if Stacy blogs at a place called theothermccain.com, it's and, an excellent spot on the interwebs. And you can find my good friend John Hogue's blogging at hoguash.com. Diana, are you going to blog anything soon? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm setting up right now to teach a couple courses on grant writing. Um, I'll be announcing those on LinkedIn fairly soon. Um, one in person, one online, you know, the usual. Um, but, uh, yes, I have, I have something almost ready to go. I oh, just goody. need to nail down a few more facts. Yeah. Well, well, uh, what? actually fact-based. Yeah, is, I know. Isn't that miraculous? Yes. How is, uh, the, uh, recovery going down the recovery effort in Valdosta after, uh, hurricane Idalia? Well, miracle of miracles, um, the uh, feds have finally decided that we are eligible for emergency, federal emergency funding, which will come in handy. Um, we lost 80 houses. Just those are done. We have 835. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot for us. Um, not wind damage, not, not uh, flooding. Um, trees fell on them in such a way that they are just gone. And um, we had three fault. Anyway, you get, um, you get one of those oaks and it just goes over after a few hundred years of the roots, not being big enough. And yeah, the oaks actually did pretty well. Mostly a couple were hollow. There was one over on Adair street that was hollow and it just sort of went to pieces. Um, mm. but mostly it was pines, Hmm. Um, a few pecans, but mostly pines that did us in, that did houses in. Um, there are 835 or so that are severely damaged. We'll see. Um, yeah. People have been absolutely amazing in terms of turning out, helping their neighbors. Um, the streets are all clear now. Um, there are just huge piles of uh, deadfall and uh, cut up trees and cut up telephone poles and you wouldn't believe the mess. Um, 
One lady I spoke to on Thursday said, yeah, um, the tree that fell missed the house. It killed the AC unit. <laughs> okay. Well, that's how it goes. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it was interesting, uh, Stacy. Uh, a big thunderstorm came through the area out of the south. I mean, I literally mm -hmm. got in the car to drive over here as the first raindrops were falling in Westminster. Uh -huh. And I drove through an incredibly huge downpour, uh, but not so much wind. And when I got to the edge of where it's just drizzling, there was a bunch of wind. And then I drove through mm -hmm. some more drizzle. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, it was amazing how much stuff came out of trees along Highway 97. Mm -hmm. uh, just driving mm -hmm. over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's been uh, it's been pretty bad. I think we had a, a storm that uh, knocked over a tree earlier today, just down the road. But wow. Uh, but yeah, it it was in somebody's yard. So, but it it didn't look like it had hurt anything. But uh, yeah, it's autumn now. Uh, uh, Stacy, yes, it's your turn to rant. Go ahead. Yes, I, I, uh, I, I talked about uh, Thursday. I, I, I talked about uh, that uh, it has been 207 days uh, with no <laughs> NFL football. Uh, 207 days since the uh, um, uh, since the um, uh, Super Bowl, and so uh, then we had. Um, uh, the opening game and surprise, surprise, the uh, uh, um, uh, the defending champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs ended up losing uh, to the Detroit Lions, uh, and for exactly the reasons that I had uh, predicted, uh, namely that their uh, star tied in for the uh, Chiefs. Uh, Travis Kelsey missed the game, mm -hmm. and uh, then you had a, a receiver. And I, God, I just went blank on his name. But uh, one, you had drop passes, including one drop pass mm -hmm. uh, that got bounced into the air and picked up as a pick six. They returned oh, it for wow. a touchdown, and the guy who returned it, a rookie named Brian Branch, out of the University of Alabama, so I, I can talk about that. Meanwhile, in college football, so that was the NFL kickoff. Uh, meanwhile, in college uh, football today, the number one Georgia Bulldogs stopped yeah. Ball State 45-3. to Ohio State defeated Youngstown State 35-7. to Penn State... Oh my God, 63 to 7 over Delaware. Uh, Notre Dame had their struggles early against uh, NC State, but uh, it was number 10, Notre Dame 45, NC State 24. Uh, number 12, Baylor managed to beat uh, number 12, I'm sorry, number 12, Utah managed to beat Baylor 20 to 3. And that that, was, that's not particularly surprising. Well, that was at Baylor. Uh, it was a home game for yeah, Baylor. But, I mean, Baylor is to Texas as Vanderbilt is to the SEC. Okay. And Vanderbilt lost to Wake Forest 36 to uh, 20. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's the important game. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kansas State, um, uh, ranked number 15, defeated Troy 
42 to 13. I'm always, as a Jacksonville State alumnus, I'm always happy when Troy loses. Uh, okay. We used to say, if you can't go to hell, go to Troy. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, Colorado, and that's uh, in Colorado, has uh, Deion Sanders as their coach. Uh, now ranked 22, defeated Nebraska 36 to 14. Number 25, Clemson, uh, stomped Charleston Southern, which I'd never even heard of, uh, 66 to 17. Michigan, ranked number two, uh, defeated UNLV. 35 to 7. Ole Miss had a scare at Tulane. Uh, they were trailing at halftime, but came back to win 37 to 20. And right now, going on uh, with uh, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, number 23, Texas AM trails Miami at Miami uh, 38 to 26. Mm. Uh, it's in the second half. Uh, number eight, Washington leads Tulsa 29 to three. And in Knoxville, dun, 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 dun. oh, mm-hmm. wait, wait, before we get to Knoxville, number 17, North Carolina is trailing Appalachian State uh, 17 what? to 10. Um, number 21, Duke. Uh, which beat Clemson last week. Uh, Duke is leading Lafayette uh, 14 to 7. But in Knoxville, uh, number nine ranked Tennessee is is leading Austin P State University by a score of 13 to 6. Uh, that's uh, uh, at halftime. And well, so- well, yeah, I mean, I just to, to the small extent I followed that game, it looked like. Uh, Austin P brought their defense with them big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tennessee is struggling there, and so so mm-hmm. I imagine they're going to get their butts chewed at halftime. But uh, yeah, on the other and, hand, they may. They, uh, you know, Austin P-, P is not. It's not a completely uh, worthless school for football, but I mean, it is one of the small state universities in the <laughs> yeah, state. Okay, yeah, it's, I it's I don't fun. even know what Austin P is. I I, I apologize. <laughs> Austin Austin P uh, was one of the uh, schools that was started early in the 20th century. It's named from for a former governor. Yeah, it was originally a teachers' college. Uh, a lot of them it, were. Where is it? Where uh, no, is it? it? It's in Clarksville, Tennessee, over it, near Fort Campbell. Uh, yeah, I mean, like a block and a half or something. Like, I mean, they're you know, in this, they're the, they're the two large institutions in that area, uh, mm. the uh, Fort Campbell and Austin P. And Austin P. Uh, has been morphing into a legitimate research university over the last 30 years, in fact, because there are a lot of uh, soldiers going there. Ah, okay. Well, we are just about ready for kickoff uh, in Tuscaloosa, where the Crimson Tide play host to the Texas Longhorn. And my... um, um, my brother's got a bad feeling about this one. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Alabama's one and O, and so are the Longhorns. But uh, mm. yeah, so I will be updating uh, once that one gets started. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, uh, 
Let's see. What else? I, is I, going I never on? really lived in Alabama, but I did used to live in Texas. So I'll just keep <laughs> my mouth shut. Oh, okay. Well, hush. <laughs> hush your mouth. Uh, uh, speaking of people who should shut their mouths. Oi. <laughs> are you talking about Governor Hairdrill? <laughs> oh, um, please. Gavin Newsom uh, announced on uh, Meet the Press that he's not <laughs> running for president in 2024. And he called Kamala Harris the natural successor to Joe Biden. And, uh, 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 over, and the idea that someone as incompetent as mm. Kamala Harris could ever become president of the United States is something that we may laugh about, but no, we don't worse? laugh. <laughs> yeah. But is she worse than the current president? Don Server. Uh, good old buddy from West Virginia. I mean, he goes way back in the blogosphere. Don Servers mm -hmm. uh, says Kamala could win, quote, the same way that the dumb, old, plagiarizing, crooked, perverted Biden won, that is by fixing the election, end quote. And we'll get, and we'll get to what is maybe going on in that direction later in the podcast ah. in a way that you may not suspect. Okay. Well, anyways, we, it, well, it, we're well down the downhill trajectory that formed the comic narrative of idiocracy. Y'all remember uh, idiocracy? Uh, Mark judge uh, did that. Thing. Uh, anyways, but uh, the idea of a society that becomes so progressively stupid. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, there was a time when a majority of Americans, including most Democrats, believed Joe Biden was too dishonest and or too stupid ever to be elected president. Yet we're supposed to believe he got 81 million votes. No, well, two, two, <laughs> but two we don't believe it. <laughs> Two plus two can be four or three or five or 81 million. It depends on what the party needs. The party yeah. needs. Rachel Alexander uh, had a long tweet. Uh, you know, mm. they've got this thing now to where it's almost infinite characters on mm -hmm. what is the, the platform formerly known as Twitter, I should call it. It's now supposed to be X for some reason. But anyway, because she said... Elons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rachel Alexander said, the testimony by the first witness, mm. Trump's attorney, uh, John Eastman, called to put on his side of the case in mm -hmm. his disbarment trial, mm -hmm. has been nothing less than explosive. The trial ended for the day with more bombshells. He revealed that the Zuckbucks, mm -hmm. uh, 8.8 million from Zuckerberg's Center for Tech and Civic Life, uh, right. provided to Wisconsin's five large city, violated the law. Uh, and and this is just and Zucker cared. Uh, it, uh, this tweet, if you if you see it, what she mm -hmm. says in there is just incredible. About mm -hmm. and we now see the mechanism uh, by which um, uh, the um, the election call was, it uh, uh, ballot the election harvesting. Was, yeah, uh, well, or mm -hmm. the election just flat out mismanaged as well. Oh gosh, but, yes, and, and and in a way that allowed preferential 
voting. By, by that, I mean allowed votes, voters to be pre-screened as to whether they should participate or not. Yeah, right. yeah. They, they grant, uh, this outfit funded by uh, Mark Zuckerberg mm-hmm. uh, got uh, extraordinary access to the voter rolls. And, and keep in mind, five oh, yeah. large cities, okay, they, they knew where their votes mm-hmm. were. And they and they and they just kind of like were given information on who had requested absentee ballots but had not yet returned them, mm-hmm. and and so this special, and, and their party registration. Yes, it and was, their party uh, registration. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I it was flatly illegal. What? Oh God, in yes, Wisconsin. Oh God, yeah. the same thing was going on here in in uh, in Atlanta. Only there's more stuff going on in Atlanta than you really want to know. It's it gets weird. But what? But I mean, just take almost any state. Let's let's just take arbitrarily Maryland. Uh, If you were to have the that kind of voter uh, information Mm -hmm. on the five largest cities, which let's see, in order, I know the first three are Baltimore, Frederick, and Hagerstown, and then Mm -hmm. if you just then if you just added Annapolis. College Park. Uh, well, mm. co- College Park isn't a city. But, Gaithersburg. Uh, uh, n- again, not a city, but uh, uh, Cumberland, just a, a city the size of Cumberland or Westminster. Mm. You just took those five those five cities, you'd have over half the registered voters. Yeah. Uh. Well, as I said, Democrats no doubt intend to repeat this trick on a quadrennial basis so that no Republican can ever again be elected president. And then the White House will become like the mayorality of cities like San Francisco and Philadelphia, where winning the Democratic nomination is tantamount to election. So that well, all that um, well, is- okay. Except when a hard commie runs against you, I remember seeing uh, people I knew to be uh, conservative wearing elect Willie Brown uh, buttons. <laughs> well, and and the other thing, the other thing that can go on is you know you wind up with uh, vote for the crook. It's important. It's important. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, well, they, that the, if that slogan had not already been taken, I'm sure it would have been used. Well, but here's um, here, here here here's the other thing, though. Uh, it it works for war within the party as well. Why do you think Hillary got the nomination instead of Bernie? Right, mm. right, right. Well, Democrats will cheat each other. Okay, in oh, primaries they do this all the time. Uh, and you always have accusations of fraud in these democratic, hotly contested democratic primaries. Well, fraud in democratic primaries are redundant. So. Yeah, well, yes. Well, uh, speaking of debunked conspiracy theories, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead with it. The headline of a uh, post this week. Uh, um, uh, as I said, uh, it, it, I offered some advice for Politico. Yeah. Uh, that that when you're uh, quoting an anonymous source qu- close to the Biden campaign, make sure the quote doesn't sound exactly like James Carville. James Carville. Yeah. I, a story at Breitbart. Absolutely no grounds exist to launch an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. <laughs> White House aides and Democrats argued in a recent report, 
Quote, the only problem with Republicans' impeachment strategy is they have absolutely no grounds for impeaching the president, end quote. We do, too. A White House advisor <laughs> uh, told Who happens Politico, to be bald and look like a snapping turtle? <laughs> a, a White House advisor told Politico. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, just because bribery <laughs> is explicitly mentioned as a grounds in the Constitution. That has nothing to do with what's going on. A Democrat no, close, no, not a thing. <laughs> a Democrat close to the Biden campaign told the outlet, quote, Republicans tried a lot of these hits in 2020 and they failed. But in a bid for Trump's 2024 campaign and to exact political revenge, these same Republicans are re are peddling the same debunked conspiracy theories that have been talked about for about five years. They have been investigated over and over. Oh, really? Huh? Uh, they have failed to uncover uh, any evidence of wrongdoing by the president and Americans see right through it. Oh, uh, uh, that, that's what the source, uh, the source. That sounds so about, much like. I, yeah. How about if I say about them, them, them Republicans uh, and their debunked conspiracy theories? Does that sound more like him? Uh, while it's a little more it. nasal it's a little harder it's a little harder forward in the mouth despite yeah. the it's despite not, the louisiana accent yeah, yeah while, it's not it's not quite cajun enough yeah while the white house objects to an inquiry it launched a war room to push back against congressional <clears throat> probes now where would they've got that idea <laughs> to the president and his family the war room consists of lawyers legislative staff and communication aides who are quote in frequent communication with the house democrat leadership to prepare for the process end quote and i'm like oh yeah War Room. Gee, that sounds familiar. 1992. That was actually the documentary of the Clinton campaign in 1992 was called The War Room. Yeah. Because yep. that's what they called it. And um, but yeah. OK. But, you know, this is that's just one of those debunked theories. Theories. Uh, mm -hmm. the, 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 the latest one, which, by the way, I don't necessarily subscribe to has come out. I had a post called Candidates and liars, and bloggers. Mm -hmm. uh, Larry Sinclair isn't the first person to make sensational claims about a political candidate. He's also not the first person who's made such a claim and failed to provide any supporting evidence. Well, kind of hard when it's all illegal. Well, and he's not the first person to sue bloggers who commented about his, uh, flimsy evidence. Uh, Sinclair's made claims that back in, uh, starting with uh, back in 2008 about Barack Obama, he claimed that in 1999, Obama, uh, who was then a member of the Illinois legislature, bought him cocaine, and then he performed fellatio on uh, uh, Obama. Can we... Yeah, we get it. Yes, that, that's, that's, that's enough that's of that. Gross. He got his 15 <laughs> minutes of fame on the internet and in the tabloids but was generally ignored by the mainstream media in 2008. So he filed a lawsuit against Obama mm. claiming that it was, that it was uh, somehow uh, Obama could be sued for, for, for people ignoring him. That's some kind of First Amendment violation. Uh, mm. Now, that's, that suit got th thrown out, so then he sued some of the bloggers who'd written about him with the, with the express 
uh, stated uh, idea that that as part of discovery, he would depose Obama. And yeah. basically that then drew some coverage uh, from Politico. Uh, and then they did a deep dive into the guy's background as a criminal. Mm. Um, and uh, Paul Levy of uh, Public Citizen defended the bloggers. By the way, he was also the uh, lawyer who defended uh, Ace of Spades in the Kim mm -hmm. Kimberlin lawsuits. Um, and um, so, you know, it basically, you know, you're talking about a guy with a, a, a criminal record of, uh, uh, as, a, as a fraudster and forger and that sort of stuff. And uh, the, the, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I am saying he's not a credible, credible witness. Yeah, he's not a credible source. And so, yeah, he's not the, and he's not the first person with a long criminal sheet to shoot, to seuss a bunch of bloggers mm -hmm. who question a bunch of extraordinary claims about a political candidate and about drugs. Is he Stacy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and to lose badly in court when he sued the bloggers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I had, when when you were on the stand in that trial, I had trouble <laughs> keeping my composure and not laughing out loud. Well, uh, yes, but that's because Stacy is it was a, in a battle of wits with an unarmed man. Well, the thing is, well, is the, that the, when you know you're innocent, right? Yes. Okay, uh, that the uh, plaintiff is trying to prove a lie. Okay, mm -hmm. and and so so well, I I was angry that that ever got to court. Do you remember? Of course, Stacy. Stacy, my favorite moment of the entire trial was when you were on the stand and Judge Johnson, who uh, is black, by the way, uh, uh, was losing his patience with the person examining you. And, the, <laughs> and, and the, the chairman of the jury, who was black, was rolling his eyes as you were being accused of being a racist. And you leaned over the bar of the witness stand <laughs> and looked him in the eye and said, you're white, you know. <laughs> you do know you're white. This, isn't the, this is the thing. Is that, is that the only people who have ever accused me of racism are white people. It's mm -hmm. just a fact. And, it, and it, so it's just a political thing. I am the guy who explained that there are five A's Asian in race. racism. Yes. Mm -hmm. But anyway, just one more thing about this whole, this whole thing. Uh, I'd have no knowledge about whether Sinclair... Uh, claims about uh, Obama. Nor do or, I care. Or are true or false. I'm just going to simply say there's enough wrong with Obama, in my opinion, that no one needs to tell lies about him. That now. is absolutely the case. You know, here's the thing. I don't care. Um, it, it's so long ago. It's, it's just this guy strikes me as a grifter. I just want I that there's so much there's so much substance to criticize Obama about. Well, I don't need this. Well, don't waste uh, my energy. Well, and 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 that's just it. It's a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. And when someone can then turn to uh, something like this and look at these false claims people are making uh, about mm -hmm. me or making yeah. about this guy over here, it's a way of. Uh, Providing cover for something that yeah. may not need to be on that may need to be uncovered. Yes. Anyway, very much so anyway, we got to the point where earlier this week, uh, <laughs> P 
Pinky responded, I think so, Brain. But so many debunked theories seem to be getting rebunked. <laughs> Got that right. Now, uh, by the way, uh, they have kicked off uh, in, in uh, Tuscaloosa. Uh, uh, the first Texas possession ended with the punt. Now Alabama has the ball, and they're driving uh, uh, from their own 17. So, mm. Well, so, Al so Alabama is a public school. And before we get deeper into mm. the, a discussion of the public education system, <laughs> Stacy, tell the folks about the yellow button. Folks, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top in the center column a yellow button with the word donate. If you will click the donate button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, yen, shekels, whatever currency you've got, except Russian rubles. Um, we'll gladly accept through PayPal to help support the blog, help support this podcast, and of course, keep my wife happy uh, because my wife likes it when I make money off this endeavor and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. I don't have a yellow button, but I do have an icon of a tip jar lurking over in the sidebar over the right. Click on that icon. You'll be taken away to my PayPal account uh, where you'll be able to uh, hit the uh, buttons and stuff there, fill in the blanks, and send... Uh, a uh, contribution to Hogwash that will help support Hogwash or this blog or both, or you can just be nice and send me money. That's uh, a happy thing too. Uh, or you can shop at the Hogwash store. Uh, there's a link in the sidebar there, or you can shop using uh, Amazon affiliate uh, uh, links that you'll find at uh, both Hogwash and the other McCain. We both participate in the Amazon affiliate program. When you use uh, those links at a blog, the blogger gets a small cut of the action and you pay the same price. It's something actually nice that uh, Amazon does for the interwebs uh, and for the blogosphere. Meanwhile, though, regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. And I hope now, that was reproving enough. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, uh, now Alabama is... Mm -hmm. is uh, oh, really? After an interception. Oh, no. Oh, okay. no. My brother reports that Jalen Milrow just threw an interception. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. I'm just sitting here with my mouth closed about this. Yeah. Anyway, oh, my goodness. Getting back to public entities involved in culture and education, <laughs> and in this case, public libraries. Oh, I, good grief. I, I, I had a post up on Thursday called Don't Know Much About a Science Book. Now, normally, mm. a post like this one would be one of my Don't Know Much About Biology posts, but the library angle kind of pushed it to a different line in the song. Um, the Sentinel, which is a local paper in Kansas City, has a post up titled Johnson County Libraries to Provide Feminine Hygiene Products in Men's Restrooms. Oh. And it says they're going to provide uh, tampons and other feminine hygiene projects in the men's restrooms. Male visitors to the various Johnson <laughs> County libraries who find themselves in need will soon have no problem finding feminine hygiene products in the men's restroom. In the men's rooms. 
What yeah. about the women? They don't have them in, have never had them in any restroom, not male, no. not female. At, at an August uh, 10th Johnson City, uh, uh, Johnson County Commission uh, oh. meeting, that, and this is Johnson County, Kansas, across from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Johnson City uh, County Commission meeting, the commission voted to allow the libraries to spend $300. Uh, $75 in library operating funds with a partnership with a nonprofit called Strawberry Week to provide, for, to provide containers for period products in all public restrooms across its 14 locations. And the briefing sheet provided to the commissioners uh, from the deputy county librarian uh, stated that the $375 would be actually a savings despite the fact that they how? Don't have any uh, uh, period products, they're calling them, uh, currently available in any of their buildings, in any government building. Um, an email seeking, seeking further information from library staff and obtained by the Sentinel sought to clarify why these products would be in men's restrooms. County librarian Patricia Saltrop responded, now this is a quote, we don't want staff to assume why or why not someone needs access to period products. And we acknowledge <sighs> that there are fathers, grandfathers, husbands, and more who may need confidential and quick access in order to enable a child partner or other person in their care to remain in the library. And I just closed the whole then post. Put them with in the, the ladies. <laughs> well, well, uh, they're going to put them in both restrooms, but no, uh, they aren't. They, it's just the men's rooms. No, no, no. They, they are, they're putting them in both restrooms. But the thing is, they're putting them in the men's rooms too. That's and, ludicrous. And, and 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 my whole point is, but wouldn't women go to the women's restroom for privacy to use yes. a feminine hygiene product? And wouldn't they be able to find them there without any male assistance? Oh yeah. I mean, this is the the word for this is, is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the world has gone mad, and uh, oh, it's the crazy years. Yeah. So. Well, well, yeah. On the other hand, look at Oklahoma City and uh, who they're hiring oh. to be school principals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, I'm I'm sorry. I was looking at the Alabama uh, score. Uh, but that's probably that's probably easier on your eyes than the picture you got at the top of this blog the, post. The, the I've been post... meaning to talk to you about Rule Five again on this. This is the <laughs> ugliest looking person I've seen all week. Yeah, this is yeah. horrible. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> Texas is driving down deep into Alabama territory after that intercept, folks. It's looking bad in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Meanwhile, speaking of looking bad, thank you. The headline is "The Destructive Force of Equality," and uh, it features uh, the headline: "Drag Queen Elementary School Principal Previously Arrested for Child Porn." Now. Okay, the principal of John Glenn Elementary School in Oklahoma City, hmm. Shane Mernon, is a drag queen who performs as Chantelle Mandalay. <laughs> Furthermore, no. the fact that Merman had previously been arrested on child pornography charges might have been a red, red flag 
even if the charges were dropped on the grounds that it could not be proved that the material depicted minors, okay? <laughs> and I, I said, we might have expected this in some left-wing bastion like San Francisco, but Oklahoma City, right? <laughs> and the state school superintendent called it outrageous and completely inappropriate. Duh. I then go on into a kind of a long historic mm -hmm. uh, 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 lecture, if you will, about mm -hmm. how we got here. Because it's important to say, wait a minute, this how did this happen? How did we get mm -hmm. to the bank where where a school mm -hmm. system in Oklahoma City is employing a drag queen with a child porn uh, arrest on their record, okay? this uh, Think about when you and I were in school, Charlie, <coughs> uh, uh, way back in the dark ages. In my case, the uh, 50s and 60s. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh. There, there's no way such a person... Uh, mm -mm. would have been uh, employed by the school system, certainly no not as an elementary school principal. But so I would not even employed by the school system as something like uh, a groundskeeper. Yeah. Uh, and certainly not. It um, goes no. back, oh it goes back, it goes back all the way to the Civil War and the post-Civil War era in the passage of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Okay, the um, you mean there's something in that besides the insurrection clause? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> equal party, yeah, 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 they want to use that against Trump, but uh, but the equal opportunity clause of the um, no, it's equal protection of the laws, equal mm -hmm. protection clause of the 14th Amendment. Okay, this ain't uh, equal protection, uh, but the whole point of the 14th Amendment. And let's remember this, was to protect the rights of the freedmen uh, who had recently uh, been freed mm -hmm. from slavery. And the, the status of these freedmen was what was at stake. And everyone knew what they were doing. OK, and, and it was very controversial at the time, by the way, uh, as I talked about the fact that uh, some states which originally ratified the 14th Amendment, uh, rescinded their ratifications after uh, an election. They, they had a legislative election, and the radical Republicans who had uh, 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 approved the 14th Amendment were voted out of office, and then the new legislature tried to take back uh, the ratification. It was very controversial at the time, but the point was it had to do with protecting the rights of black people. Well, in the last, what, uh, 160 years or so, mm -hmm. the liberals have expanded the meaning of the Equal Protection Clause. Um, and, and the idea that, well, uh, you know, this was the uh, three, uh, Lawrence v. Texas, Windsor versus United mm -hmm. States, and what mm -hmm. was Obergefell in Obergefell. Ohio? Yeah, these three gave uh, the, the three quite recent uh, Supreme Court decisions in enshrining gay rights and gay mm -hmm. marriage mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, in the con as constitutional law. Um, 
These decisions all relied on the 14th Amendment and the idea of equal protection. Well, the people who framed the, the 14th Amendment and voted to ratify it had no such thing in mind. Uh, but everyone uh, gets to uh, thinking about equality in their minds. It, it's one of these intellectual abstractions uh, where people just don't care about the practical consequences, which are really predictable. Okay, what is going on in uh, Oklahoma City with the drag queen elementary school principal, right? Is it, it's in a sense foreseeable, right? I, mm -hmm. I remember when law uh, uh, um, in two thousand, late two thousand two, late two thousand three, I was uh, mm -hmm. working at the uh, Washington Times, um, and uh, our. Um, Family Beat reporter the, who covered family issues, including you know marriage and and uh, uh, abortion and issues like that. Uh, mm -hmm. She came to me and said, "You know, um, I." Uh, uh, she said, "Here, Stacy, can you take this story uh, because I don't have time for it because I just got word that the uh, Supreme Court uh, made rule in." as they did rule, striking mm. down the Texas sodomy law in Lawrence v. Texas. And she said, "And if they do this, okay, mm -hmm. uh, activists are planning to push states for gay marriage immediately. Mm. Okay, and that's exactly what happened in Massachusetts. If you remember, right. it was right after Lawrence v. Texas uh, that Massachusetts, you know, pushed to uh, make... Uh, gay marriage legal there. Mm -hmm. And this was overnight. Okay, this was just, it hit people like a ton of bricks uh, because no such thing had been anticipated, uh, you know, before. But at that time, right, no one thought that it would lead to what it's led to. Uh, what do you mean, no one? No well, one? <laughs> but I, no one? I mean, this specific outcome. Okay, so it's a predictable thing. And, and by the way, uh, you will see that I've embedded uh, three uh, Amazon links at the bottom of this story, one of which is to a book written by a guy named Jubal Early. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jubal Early, uh, I'll put it to you this way, was not exactly a supporter of equality. Uh, no. But he had had some very he interesting. Was difficult. He had some interesting things to say on the subject. Uh, uh, so I just threw that link in there, along with uh, Edmund Burke's reflections on the revolution in France, and mm -hmm. of course Thomas Sowell's "The Vision of the Unknown." The Anointed. anointed. Yes, and, but truly I mean, an excellent book. And and if you collection understand, of essays actually, if if you understand where soul is going in that, and mm. you understand what happened in the uh, French Revolution uh, compared to the American Revolution, right? Uh, and you look at and you know anything about what happened in the Russian Revolution, oh, uh, then then you you see what I mean. It wasn't a, it wasn't a slippery slope, it, but it was, uh, it, it was well. It was greased. a precipitous cliff. <laughs> well, and and well greased. 
Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. anyways, uh, speaking of... Uh, uh, With a great down, uh, jagged pile of rocks at the bottom. Speaking of uh, uh, descending downhill, uh, Texas now leads Alabama three to nothing in Tuscaloosa. They, uh, Alabama's defense held them at the four-yard line, and they were forced to kick a field goal. But well, uh, number three, Alabama is trailing the Texas Longhorns. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the interruption. Hook em horns? But, 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 I don't but, know. But uh, Diana, uh, you had a very good comment to Stacey's post. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, I pointed out that there was a day and an eight. There was an era. Uh, my mother was a teacher. Um, granted, this was in, in a quiet little school district in California. But my response was, they didn't. That where was the background check? Because you got to think about this. Um, a drag queen is really public and, um, parents are going to find out. Parents are going to be justifiably upset. What, and principals aren't hired without the school board and the superintendent knowing all about it. How did this happen? I mean, it's one thing if you had a closeted homosexual or closeted lesbian as it, a, as as a principal, and they were and the, the person uh, acts with discretion, but uh, a flaming drag queen. This is unusual. And here's the other thing I don't get: there was a time when, yes, a teacher who had gone through a divorce, however messy and public, um could get a job, but if you were in, if you were a principal or somebody else who set policy, if you'd been through a really bad divorce, you could not be a principal. Yeah. It just didn't the, happen. Back in the day. And I, I mean, this wasn't really that long ago. It wasn't. Uh, no. The teacher, the teacher who was not married, a, a bachelor, mm -hmm. uh, uh, might be, you know, I mean, you know, past a certain age, it, it mm -hmm. began to become an issue, you know? I mean, you, okay, you're fresh out of college. That's one thing, but uh, 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 young people, you know, when they were hiring teachers, they wanted mm -hmm. married people. Okay. That was, a, that was a very important thing. It was considered, you know, respectable to be married and being a, being unmarried was kind well, of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we had, um, we had, I, I, no, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here. Um, a, they were, I would not say that the two gentlemen in, in, in question were openly gay, but they were known to be single men living together. Um, and um, these days they are openly a couple and have been for many, many years. I'm, but um, yeah, the difference being that these two people uh, were very... Uh, I would say that they it was obvious they were gay, but it was not ever made an issue. It was not the the basis of how they handled the library in the classroom, you know. Yeah, well, I, I can say in in uh, go at least through high school. Mm -hmm. um, uh, now I had, I guess I could say I had three teachers who were single. One mm -hmm. of them was a widow. Mm -hmm. Okay. The uh, one was uh, one or two years out of uh, college, mm -hmm. and and the other uh, 
uh, was actually, I went to a school that was associated with the university and she was approaching 30 and probably a little bit past 30, but she was working on her doctorate. So yeah. I mean, she had, she had, she had a professional, uh, reasons. I mean, uh, for that. And so, I mean, you know, it's just, it just, okay. They all, all, all the women and all the men were married. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. just, it's just, it's just because that was what natural. I like though what the, how you closed your post. These are the these crazy are the crazy years. years. This will not end well because I no, know no. what comes next. Yes, well, uh, Stacy probably hasn't read that Heinlein short story, but yeah. uh, the burning times come next. I, I, I am, I am. So, yeah. I, well, the thing is, is that um, but Potiphar Breen to the white phone. Potiphar yeah, Breen to the white phone. Potiphar Breen to the white. Yeah. Well, the thing is that that I, 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 there is too much uh, actual knowledge in the world to, uh, for me to um, uh, spend time reading fiction. Yeah. Well, Uh, we get it, Stacy. We get it. You're a Philistine. You don't understand the depth of the spirit that is exposed by novels. We get good or good literature. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) uh, but anyway, uh, to to move on though uh, to other public schools, specifically the Los Angeles Mm. Unified School District, Mm. they had a thing up uh, over the last few days about the Rainbow Club, Mm. and it is an 10-week district-wide virtual club for LGBTQ elementary school students, their friends, and their grown-ups. So this is, a, <sighs> this is a K through 5 program by the LA Unified School. Pre-K. Pre-K. They've got yeah. it in the pre-K. I kind of, I freaked. These, I, I'm sorry, we may have thought we, under, we had opinions about sex in fifth grade, but I don't think we really did. Well, we probably were beginning to stumble about it because we were uh, some of us were starting into uh, puberty that early. True. But my whole comment about the this the whole thing was Sodom and Gomorrah were unavailable for comment. Indeed, and, and where's and you know I'm sorry, but we need a supply of millstones. Yeah, a large well, one. Yeah, uh, although uh, sulfur from the sky may be appropriate as well. But agreed. Uh, <laughs> uh, Richard Fernandez, who uh, uh, tweets and blogs under the uh, pseudonym of Richard the Cat mm-hmm. uh, had a tweet that's uh, that day. Uh, I mean, sorry, a tweet that from uh, that got uh, recirculated that day. It's actually from back in 2017. Mm-hmm. The elites lost their mojo by becoming absurd. It happened on the road between cultural appropriation and transgendered bathrooms. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, and but there has been some good news going on with what's uh, been happening uh, in the last day. The Fifth Circuit C- Court of Appeals uh, upheld a big chunk of the uh, injunction against uh, the White House and a whole slew of federal agencies and federal executives uh, that says they can't stir things anymore. They can't flag uh, posts on social media. They can't dictate to social media. A long list of uh, Stuff so you know they are forbidden to do by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Yes, this, mm-hmm. this is the Missouri v. Biden case. By the way, did you know that one of the plaintiffs in that case is Jim Hoff? Yeah, yay, I did. yeah. 
So yay. Yeah. So Jim, good, good on Jim for, for being part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I first met Jim Hoft in person at the 2008 democratic convention when he was uh, blogging uh, from a suite and, uh, and as we were up there on the night that Obama accepted the uh, oh. nomination, um, who should show up but Michelle Malkin? Yeah, <laughs> and and we all watched off the balcony as the uh, thing. But yeah, uh, that was uh, that was an. Uh, I, I've never actually met Jim, but uh, I I worked uh, as a, a pro bono paralegal for. Uh, a lawyer who was defending him in one of the uh, de mm -hmm. defamation suits that's come his way. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that one. So yeah, it's been lots of fun. Wasn't he named as a as a defendant in in our Rico suit? I don't uh, think no, it was. I don't no, think no, so. it, no, it was. And no, it was it, the 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 people who filed the suit for the the person. Uh, were uh, actually uh, smart enough mm -hmm. not to make it a Rico suit, but there were a whole lot of other people that we know who got sucked up in it and Lee Stranahan and several mm -hmm. others. Anyway, the other thing that's happened though that was a that was the civil rights victory. We've had a civil wrongs case come up <laughs> in the uh, last uh, twenty four hours. Uh, the governor of New Jersey is using a public health order to suspend rights guaranteed under the Constitution. Uh, you mean New Mexico? I mean, sorry, yeah, New Mexico, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> New Jersey New is evil, no, but... Yes, yeah, I just... Uh, uh, I was looking through the wrong part of my uh, glasses here. Oh. Anyway, New Mexico, uh, she basically says she's suspending uh, opening and concealed carry in Albuquerque over the next 30 days. And, you know, it's, it's really kind of interesting... Uh, she got a, at a news conference last night. She got asked this. Last following. Yeah. You took but a, your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carry license? With one exception. And that is if there's an emergency and I've what? declared an emergency for a temporary <sighs> amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. So there was a time when well, hold on. Can you imagine? would not have stood for that kind of can you, thing. Well, can you? Well, the, your oath? It's, it's, it's blown up in her face. Oh, yeah. They're, okay. they're threatening now, to what, impeach her. Well, no, 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 no. It, 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 look, Democrats, national Democrats are running a hundred miles an hour in the opposite direction. Well, mm -hmm. look, here's what I think happened. Oh. This was patently unconstitutional under the Bruin decision. Yes. Okay. I mean, and, and, and it's like, and you, you, no lawyer would have advised her that this was oh. a constitutional act. Okay. This was a trial balloon to see what they could get away with under a health emergency. Because look, think about it. They started uh, uh, talking about face masks and it blew up in their face. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now they try this. It's blown up in their face. Okay. And I mean, it's blown up in their face like Ted Liu and David Hogg are tweeting <laughs> that this is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. When David Hoff thinks you you've gone too far in gun well, control, well, yeah. you've gone too and far. To, and when control. Ted Lou, who is a furry and very strange on guns, yes, but listen, listen to the listen to Ted Lou's tweet. 
I support gun safety laws. However, this huh. order from the governor uh, of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution. No state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. There's no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the constitution. Now, listen to David Hoggs. I support gun safety, but there's no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the, you, did you see how the, the. Yeah. The talking <laughs> points went out. out the time, yeah. Right. And, 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 and that's what's going on here. They, they are probing about what they can get away with to, uh, get things under control next year. Mm. And but these, it's the, not going to work. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're probing to find something. And look how, I mean, look how quickly this blew up. Okay. Yeah. It took about look 10 how, seconds. <laughs> look, look, look how quickly, look how, well, I mean, look at the reporter from KOB TV was asking mm -hmm. her that, that question, uh, uh, you know, about her oath of office, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> that any, you're right, poof. And so, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not working for them. The problem is uh, people are waking up and figuring oh, yeah. out, you know, what, what is being done to them. And oh, yeah. it, it's, 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 it is going to be an interesting next 15 months. That's all yep. I got to say about it. Anyway, Stacy, uh, <laughs> did you? Just because a governor is doing things that are illegal doesn't mean that there aren't actually other uh, people who are doing bad things, not on purpose, but because they're crazy. Yes, crazy yes, people, yes. Stacy, can be dangerous. Yes, crazy people are dangerous, as we have frequently reminded you. The headline on my post this week was. Crime wave now reaches hospitals. Good grief. And which I uh, introduce you to a character named Reginald Kane Jackson, a.k.a. Mm. Poniacs Kane Callens. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, and I introduce him just so you can say goodbye to him because he shuffled off this mortal coil in July shortly after he fatally shot a hospital security guard in Portland, Oregon. He fled the scene, but cops eventually found him in nearby Gresham, Oregon, mm. uh, where he died in the proverbial hail, hail of police bullets. gunfire. Um, uh, incidents uh, such as the one that in which uh, Jackson a.k.a. Callus, uh, killed security guard Bobby Smallwood mm. at Portland's Legacy Good Samaritan Medical Center have proliferated in recent years. Uh, the Associated Press detailed a wave of gun violence sweeping through U.S. hospitals and uh. medical centers, which have helped make health care one of the nation's most violent Fields. Crazy, and uh, and the reason I got off on this, um, uh, what tripped me into looking into violence at hospitals was uh, a story out of Birmingham, Alabama, where mm. uh, early Monday morning, multiple gunshot victims arrived in a private vehicle at the University of Alabama Birmingham Hospital. Uh, this was on Labor Day. Uh, the uh, wee hours of Labor Day. Um, the five people had had been shot mm. at a uh, nightclub 
it's called a restaurant and lounge, but it's an after hours joint uh, downtown. When the SUV got to UAB <laughs> about two. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 2.17 a.m., another vehicle pulled up and opened fire. That okay? is crazy. So, so in other words, there would have been a shooting at the nightclub. And they go to the hospital, and then another vehicle comes up and shoots them as they're seeking care Help. at the hospital. So, so that's what's uh, going on in downtown uh, Birmingham. Uh, well, but, uh, what's that ahead. thing you keep saying? Nothing good happens after midnight. Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> in downtown Birmingham. But, anyways. Uh, we learn now that the gunman at the Oregon hospital had a history of mental illness. Mm -hmm. uh, as, as I keep telling you people, uh, he, he had a gun and his girlfriend was apparently in labor at the hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, when he shows up and begins threatening people and uh, he had been convicted in 2016 of stabbing another man in the face good grief and got three years probation for that okay mm. i'm sorry this guy is crazy diagnosed as bipolar disorder and schizophrenia okay and and he has a history going back to when he was 14 years old so i think this guy needs to be locked up because well, crazy people are dangerous well, these days he's in the grave. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, uh, you hear the boogie in the background. That means it's time. Uh, we're reaching the end of the, of the other uh, podcast. We'll be back next Saturday night, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, talk to you later, Diana. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Good night, Diana. Good night, Good night. Diana. Good night, Stacy. Good night. Thank you.